Welcome to your effing 40s. I'm Leanne McLeod-Golka. And I'm Corey Harding. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to show 53. Hey, Corey. Hey, Leanne. How you doing? I'm good. I'm sitting in my hotel room looking out the window. Why are you in a hotel room? Well, because my kitchen flooded <laughs> with greasy water. It was good. So they had to rip everything apart. And then today I had a flat tire. So that was my day to day. So I'm not at work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And we're recording yeah. this uh, intro for show 53. Yeah. So we had really cool guests. Really, really cool. We had Robert, the former drummer of uh, Harlequin, Maury Talker, who was out of Finland at 3 a.m. Thank you for joining us. That was awesome. Um, oh, yeah. He He's the, is uh, an artist dude, hey? Artist, yeah, musician. he's an artist. We're going to put the links up. Yeah, yeah, for everybody. He does folk music as well. And he's just a, he's a storyteller. He's a really cool guy to talk to. Yeah. He's going to come back on eventually when he starts touring. And then we also had uh, Izzy of Izzy's Caravan. So Izzy, he's also another guy that was in Southeast Asia that we got up at 6 a.m. <laughs> right. So oh, thank yeah, you guys. That was the show we were just phoning people all over the world. Had some interesting things go on. What's... Uh, New in your world, quick, Corey. Comedy Tuesday night's coming back uh, next week, July Yay. 13th. So quite happy to do that. We're doing an all-star fundraiser show. So uh, anybody nice. in the Calgary area wants to come down and see like a whole bunch of headliners just kick ass because it always becomes a competitive situation when headliners take the stage. So yeah. they're going to be doing their best and trying to entertain the crowd. And it's all to uh, sort of buck up comedy uh tuesday night get the coffers going so that we can uh get those uh higher paid acts coming in and uh and make a real uh, go of it uh, for the third time we are starting <laughs> starting up this show and trying to catch some momentum typically comedy ventures are very hard to start and get momentum in the summer because people just want to be outside but we're banking yeah. on the fact that all entertainment and live entertainment has been missed Maybe people don't want to be so much at the stampede next week uh, mm-hmm. and uh, inside in some air conditioning and laughing their bums off. So that's the hope. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. We had a really good opening show. We had over 60 people there. So thank you for everybody that came out. Yeah. Yeah. We banged uh, um, through that. I, mean, I like the new show format there. Just sort of a quick intro of somebody in business in Calgary and not uh get too far into it, but do uh, some promotion and dig a little deeper. And then, uh, and music. And music, music is back. And this coming week, actually, this show won't release till afterwards, but we're lucky enough to have Travis Pickering. We've got some big artists coming on. He's going to be this Wednesday. He's going to do, actually, he offered to do two 45 sets. I feel very blessed that he would do that for us because he gets paid to do his job and we're not paying him. So thank you very much, Travis, for doing this for us. Yeah. I I do appreciate a lot of the artists who have been, uh, you know, sort of shut out here are, uh, you know, donating their time and helping, you know, the projects that they want to keep going, uh, stay alive. So even after they've been hit, they're giving their time. Uh, So it's, uh, yeah, that's a wonderful thing to see. And let's give a shout out to all of our sponsors. Corey, we want to thank all your companies that have decided to come on with the Effing 40s. So thank you for joining us and bringing all your, what you've got to offer to the company, as well as I want to thank all the singers, songwriters, everybody that's come on the show the past year, the support that we have. Spain, you're number one again. 
Yeah. This week. Hola. So, uh, yeah. Hola and gracias. We are looking forward to the next year. I can't even, like, the amount of acts that we have coming on the show right now, even on the live. Come down, you guys. There's swag. We're giving away. We're getting some really cool gear now. Yeah. And some of our sponsors will be down every Wednesday if you guys want to hook up. If you're interested in sponsoring us, give us a shout. Give us a message. And we just really look forward to uh, being back on stage as well as, you know, continuing to send our word out across the world. Um, like I said, we've got some cool guests coming on. Thank you, Michael Stouffer, for sending us all these talented humans. Yeah. We're, uh, we're really excited about this. So, you guys, I hope you really enjoy this show. I really enjoyed these interviews. Yeah. So even though the poor guys were up at, you know, three and six in the morning. But, uh, yeah, we look forward to going further, and we'll see you guys next time, and just enjoy the show and stay safe. Thanks for listening. The Effing 40s is sponsored by... Blind Beggar Smokehouse. Swamp Donkey Amps. Corner Salon. Tracks VR. One Wheel Services. John William Wade and Associates. And the Human Input App. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Great to have you all the way from... Oh. Finland, right? Yeah, Turku, Finland. It's in the west coast of Finland. Wow. Southwest. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's 3 a.m. I just woke up. I'm a bit sleepy. I don't blame you. Thank you for like fitting us in. I'm sorry that we are so late at night. We have these day jobs that make us do work to support the show. Yeah. <laughs> Problem. Like, tell us about your music. Yeah, I just released my debut solo album six months ago. Okay. Dreams of a Middle-Aged Man. I've been doing 25 years of music, okay. playing all kinds of bands. And this is like folky singer, songwriter stuff. And similar is, it, to what? is it all English? Yeah, it's all English. Nice. What made you uh, decide to do folk in English? Well, I've always done songs in English, okay. and it's wider audience. Finland is about 5.5 million people, so it's kind of marginal music in Finland. I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna go for it, English is the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've been doing with my old band Mustons as well. We did five albums so far. Wow. Okay. And so, how old are you? I'm a middle-aged man. I'm 42. <laughs> I'm 42. He's younger than me. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to your effing 40s, right? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> We're so glad, Good you know, I'm really, I, I was really excited to interview. We have so many neat artists coming out of your management company. Yeah. Michael Stover, MTS Management, he's really, really good. He's been pushing this a lot, so yeah. I've been doing a lot of interviews. Yeah, we just took a look at some of your music. It's almost like storytelling, eh? Like yeah. Very, you've got your voice is almost like a singing storyteller, like very um, movie-like. Yeah, it's close to spoken word stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Melodies too. I likened it to uh, Leonard Cohn in your tone. Yeah. Like yeah. very poetic almost, yeah. 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 It's cool. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Um, so... How are things? You're, you're obviously not touring right now. Or are things opening up in Finland? Yeah, things are about to open up. They haven't like opened up fully yet, but yeah. hopefully next they will be. 
It seems to be the yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere because we're we're just starting to slowly open up. Almost like it's a seasonal illness. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then. it was the same same thing last summer in Finland. It's kind of we're heading for midsummer next week, so yeah, it kind of eased up in the summer and then started again into September. So what's like the weather? I guess it's 3 a.m. It's probably like what? What's the weather like there right now? Do you know? Dark. Dark. <laughs> well, it's not dark. It's actually, it's light. It's that time of year where there's only like one hour of darkness. Oh. Or it's oh, not yeah, that yeah. dark. Yeah. So you are that people far get, north. Yeah. People get kind of crazy during the summer. <laughs> people are crazy anyway. Because it doesn't need summer. <laughs> what does the temperature get to then? It still warms up, yeah? Yeah. I'm in Celsius, but it's been really warm, like 27 degrees. Oh, yeah, Celsius. same as here. Yeah, we've had yeah. 30 degree weather. We're not used to that at all. Yeah. So where where have you toured then? Where do I tour? Yeah, just all over Finland. Uh, well, when I've been touring. Tour. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yet. But <laughs> I've been touring uh, during my life in Europe, in many countries, and in Finland. And nice, nice. Haven't toured in U.S. yet. Not yet. Soon. Not yet. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Cross <laughs> your fingers, right? Yeah. Yeah. There seems to be an audience in there, and Michael Stover is pushing me there. So. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to get there soon. Is there anything that you want to say to like young fans? Check my music. Check your music. <laughs> Do you have yeah. any links that you want to give them a shout out for? Yeah, you can put out my website. That's mauridark.com. That's M-A-U-R-I-D-A-R-K.com. Okay. And then let's talk about like, what's your life like? You know, how do you find your 40s so far? Well, yeah, I get older. <laughs> I get and older. <laughs> it hurts more that. when you bend over putting your socks on. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. The, <laughs> it's pretty hard putting socks on. Yeah. But I, that's I ex- try to play, play football and go to the gym to like, okay. be more stretching and stay in shape. But yeah, it's like starting up an old engine Yeah. when you get older. Yeah, and if you take time off, it's worse. (laughs) It's it's harder. Uh, So family, what kind of, like, are you married? Yeah, I'm married. I got married, like, 2017, if I remember correct. Okay. And you guys uh, made it through COVID so far. You're doing well. Yeah, we're doing well. And I have a three, or we have a three-year-old daughter. Wow. Okay, that's busy. So this is, again, This yeah. we hear this story a lot with yeah. uh, lifetime musicians. There's a lot of babies in their 40s. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's kind of that. There's a uh, lot of this. We've, yeah. Every almost artist that we've had lately has been saying that they started, like if they started music earlier on in their life, that yeah. they ended up having children in their 40s. Yeah. If they had any kind of a career, yeah. uh, it sort of pushed off the childbearing till, till yeah. the 40s. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Really neat. And then, uh, like, what do you do for fun other than music? I do also visual arts. I'm an entrepreneur and I do public artworks for facades. I saw some of that when I was looking up your name <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh my God, this guy is uh, yeah, busy man. Is that uh, like your day job? Yeah, that's my day job. 
Yeah. Nice. What a great, uh, what a great way to split your time in the arts. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work doing two things. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it, do you find, um, do you find there's a, a creative crossover for you? Like, uh, uh because obviously painting and music are, are two very different pursuits, but they're equally as deep, uh, in what you can learn about them. Yeah. Music video is one of the, like the cross crowns of music and art for me. And as far as a creative process goes, do you think they're the same or do you have to embark on two different things to come up with your ideas? It's kind of two different things. Yeah. Music has always been like close to something very spiritual thing. And these days when I do public art, it's a lot of pre-planning and the artworks things take like two or even three years to complete. So it's very different. Yeah. So your art is definitely the work, and then the music is like the, ah, that's your zen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we're not going to keep you up much later because we know that you need to go back to sleep. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm going to keep track of everything that's going on. Can we call you in a couple months and see where you're at? Yeah, sure. Awesome. Thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Have a great day. It's been fun. Thanks, yes. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Good morning. Bye. Good morning. <laughs> Bye. Hello. Hey, Robert. It's Leanne and Corey. Hi. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Corey. From the F and 40s. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good, actually. It's yeah. a nice day in Calgary. A little bit hot. Yeah. Thanks for uh, doing this and joining yeah, us. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Oh, sure. No problem. Not a problem at all. So you've, uh, you're the drummer for Harlequin. I was the drummer for Harlequin. Uh, was. Oh, okay. Was. Okay. See, Leon, this is why I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes. I don't want to ask he any stupid questions. Well, we so can I cut just this did it right out. off the top. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, like I, like I said in my email to you, Leanne, yeah. the better part of my drumming career professionally yeah. was with Harlequin. Yeah. Um, so I played with them full-time professionally from March 87 till sometime, I, I think it was March 94 to be exact. Wow. Okay. And, and then, uh, I continued to play with them because I had just started working job that I still am at. I was still playing with them and I still played with them, you know, more on than off, but you know, there was times when, uh, there was, uh, some shows out of town that were during the week that I just couldn't do. I would do, you know, some flying gigs that would, take place on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I did that up until about 2006. And that's probably when I handed in my resignation permanently. And then I, it was funny because a year later, I got a call from the, the drummer who replaced me and said, listen, uh, I can't do this gig in Ottawa. Can you, can you do it? And I went, yeah, I probably could. So, um, <laughs> so I, I, did, <laughs> I did one more. And then, of course, my association with them and the guys in the band has not stopped. I mean, we've been, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it has many layers during the time when we were playing uh, full time with Harlequin, we created another band, um, because George had another business and when he'd come, we'd come back off a tour, you know, maybe a six week tour or something like that. And, uh, he'd go work in his, his business and we we're just sitting around doing nothing. So we decided to put together a, what would we call a top 40 band or a cover band. And so 
we were playing in between tours. So those people I've uh, stayed in touch with all this time as well. Cool. So you're a lifetime musician. Oh yeah, for sure. I I mean, I started playing drums and I know this sounds kind of strange, but I started playing drums. um, And I know this for a fact because at uh, age five, my father was a drummer. So he came home with a drum kit. Um, This would be like the late sixties. Yeah, and I said, "What the hell is that?" I knew what it was. Of course, yeah. I was just being sarcastic. Yeah. And he says, "Well, that's a drum kit." And you know, I, I, I don't, you know, but I, I did play drums when I uh, lived in England, and I guess something in me stirred me that I think I want to know how to do this. Yeah. So I remember my first lesson with him, and it wasn't anything formal. He, um, he just showed me a couple of you know rudiments yeah. and. That was it. No, he was a jazz drummer. I didn't want to have anything to do with jazz. I wanted to play rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. So by that time, um, I had already been playing to some records. And I remember coming home from kindergarten school. And I had a huge crush on my teacher. And I was thinking, <laughs> as I was in the basement playing my drums to the Batman theme song, <laughs> I thought, wouldn't it be great if Mrs. Uh, Miss Nolt came down the stairs and saw me? I think that would well, that's how I know. You were in kindergarten. I, I, yeah, I was in kindergarten. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. So you yeah. got you got into rock and roll for the chicks. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about how old you are, if you don't mind disclosing that. No, I don't mind at all. So in a few weeks, I'll be fifty-seven. Nice. And um, and I was in my forties at one time. I spent ten years in my forties. So of course you did. Uh, yeah. How was your forties? Let's talk about your forties. My forties were fine. I'm not one of those people that uh, look at an age and all yeah. of a sudden I think life has changed. I'll, yeah. I'll say, obviously, I'll joke around with other people about it, but yeah. really, I mean, yeah, it was fine. I turned 40. And the thing about turning 40, most of the bands that I ever played in, whether it was Harlequin or the bands before that, band after that, I was always the youngest guy in the band. Mm-hmm. And even at 40, when I was playing with Harlequin, I was still the youngest guy in the band. Yeah. And it never really it was no issue. It was just, it was my 40s, right? Yeah. I, I, look, it's, it's like a collection. I had 40 birthdays. So it's just, <laughs> great. You know? And now you're so, 57. Uh, That's awesome, right? That's a good age, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's great. And you're, still, great, you know, you're like, still playing music. Yeah. Well, I am. I just haven't played since September because of the, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but, um, and how is it, how is yeah. it going where you're living right now? Like what your situation is way worse than ours, I think, isn't it? Lockdown? Yeah, Are you guys really, still locked down? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're locked down. Uh, we're not locked down as much as we were around Christmas. That was a real trying time. Terrible, to get, yeah. every, everything was locked down. Yeah. We, you couldn't even go Christmas shopping. Yeah. I mean, everybody bought stuff online or, or you would, you would do curbside pickup. No restaurants were open. Yeah. You know, there was a limit to who could go to your home. I think nobody could go to your home unless you live by yourself. So, you know, at that time I thought, okay, well maybe this is what we have to do. And okay, it's pretty shitty, but we do it. And then when we were coming out of, I guess maybe February into March, it was looking like we kind of did the right thing, but then something went sideways and I have my suspicions, but that's just, you know, me, what, what probably happened. But, but to add, the short answer to your question is, yeah, it's, it's it's not great. I feel it's getting better because more and more people are getting vaccinated and yeah. people are outside. It's a little, from what I understand, it's a little safer outside. So yeah. people are outside. And people are being really creative, like trying to get together with people outside. They just, 
will go to parks more. I see more people at parks than yeah. I've ever seen. Um, and we have a lot here in Manitoba and some just right outside the city perimeter and some right in the city. And it's just, it's great to see that. Right. So yeah, it, it got pretty shitty here and it's, it is still a little shitty here. I think each province almost had a shitty time. We'll get through this. Um, yeah. And this is the, I, I kind of frame this whole pandemic in this way. And I, I almost sound like a broken record because I've said it so many times. My parents were children and teenagers in England. They're from England. They immigrated yeah. to Winnipeg in 59. And they lived, so my dad was born in 31, my mom born in 35. They lived in London and lived through bombings yeah. Um, yeah. during the London Blitz. You know, my mom got trapped in a bomb shelter. Wow. Uh, my dad saw his neighbor across the street killed by the concussion from a bomb a little further away. They had to black out the windows. There was, my grandfather was on a volunteer night raid where they would use the large beams to, to track the bombers coming from across the channel. So I, I think to myself, for that reason, they lived through that for quite a few years, life and death. I think I can, I can go through this, you know, you know, social distancing and being careful and, and getting a, a vaccination. I think I can handle that. Yeah, it doesn't seem so hard you know? in retrospect. No, it doesn't. And, and another one is my father-in-law, my wife's husband. My wife's uh, father, he joined the Canadian Navy at 17 in the Second World War. Wow. And at 17 was sitting at the bottom of, of a, a minesweeper in the North Atlantic chasing uh, German U-boats. And there were days he thought he was going to die. Yeah. No kidding. And so a lot of his friends died. So if those young people in my family can go through that we and can live go through, through that, yeah. yeah, I think I can, yeah, personally, I, you know, I, I can't speak for everybody, but for me and my family here, we can, yeah, we can put up with this just for a little while just to make sure yeah. it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's sort of what it's like. I like, that, I like that take on that. Yeah. Human beings are resilient and. They, they we are, we are very, through it. yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, now, like, can we ask you what kind of job career you do now? Or is it, was that off limits? I can't remember if there was stuff off limits. <laughs> There's nothing off limits. Okay. I think so what did you get married then? 1991. That's a good year. I just celebrated last, on Monday, I celebrated our 30th anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Nice. Yeah. Thank 30 you. years. That's wicked. Thank you. Yeah. How many kids do you have? <laughs> We're blessed with one. With one? And uh, yeah, just one. And she's uh, 24, turning 25, just graduated from University of Winnipeg uh, with a degree in environmental studies. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. So she's, we're very, very proud of her. And we have um, a little dog here. Her name's Rosie. She's curled up here beside me, actually, <laughs> being very well behaved. <laughs> That's awesome. So are and, you still uh, playing music then? Oh like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Still, yeah, yeah. Are you touring yeah, like, at all or anything? No. Well, <laughs> when it opens up, you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, when things open up, yeah, of course. So the band that I play with mostly. So for many years after I stopped playing with Harlequin, uh, I was still playing with the guys that other band that we had from Harlequin, which was called the Choir Boys, and then at one time we called ourselves Howling Now as well, but mostly the Choir Boys. And then uh, when that band sort of stopped doing as many gigs as we were, I just started being a freelance because like, I've always been in a band. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was never just, it wasn't just Rob, Rob Waite, the drummer. It was always Rob Waite who plays with yeah. Harlequin yeah. or plays with. So I started freelancing and it was fun because I 
played that Harlequin set for so long, started with the same song and ended with the same song for so many years. And I'm not complaining. That's just the way it is. And I, yeah. I, you know, I played them like I played them the first time I played them. Yeah. It was nice to go in and not be so comfortable, right. be a little on edge. And I, and I, I kind of liked it. So, so friends of mine, other drummers in the city would know that I was available and I'd get this call you know, maybe on a Thursday night and say, Hey, can you have to win for me for Friday Saturday at so-and-so? And yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> send me the set list and I guess, you know, send me a CD at that time of all the music and yeah, we'll do it. Fine. So I am still playing, but the band that I play with mostly uh, and for the last five years is the Joe Curtis band. So obviously there's a, uh, a gentleman who's, um, who I've known for 25 years, Joe Curtis, and he's a singer-songwriter, um, multi-instrumentalist, superhuman being. Great, Sounds one like of the a great good interview. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I, I highly recommend it. He is a fascinating human being, a really great soul, and man, he can sing and play guitar like Email nobody. him my uh, details. <laughs> I, I absolutely will. He'd be absolutely delighted to talk to you. Awesome. So and that was a really fun um, adventure to go into because that was the first time I played in a trio. So it was just oh, yeah. bass, drums, and guitar. Yeah. And that was a new phase for me. And that it was great because it was just so raw, right? It was just, uh, you know, I used to be playing in bands where there was a keyboard player, maybe a second guitar player. And it's been fun ever since. And they're just, the other guy in the band is Ross Clausen. And then we were very, um, I don't know if it's the right word, but we, we sometimes become a four piece and we get Danny Devane to come play guitar, another great singer, uh, guitar player. And now we're a four piece and it just fills it out a little more. And then on occasion we'll be a five piece and we'll bring in a, a, a couple of different keyboard players. So it's, nice. it's a really fun band, great music. Joe's original music that he has written is great to play. Yeah. It's, just, it's a fun time, but it's unfortunately the last time we played was, uh, I think it was mid September. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so just like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope, uh, I hope it comes back quick for you guys. Out there. Yeah. We'd like to, we actually hope that you guys would tour here and then come visit us on stage. <laughs> oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. Well, Cause we have a be, stage show yeah. on Wednesday night at the blind beggar in Calgary here, smokehouse. So oh. yeah, we have two shows. <laughs> wow oh, it's, it's still the effing 40s but we yeah, yeah we do, we a, do yeah. A, a live and a, yeah we we have a yeah we do the we give it gifts well prizes i call them prizes we do swag and right. then we we uh used to bring like a lot of business in but now we're like business people to interview but now we're gone more towards the music and the entertainment to help everybody in calgary uh, yeah. get you know start getting back up there right so yeah yeah, yeah. i have listened to you um listen to your podcast or, or your episodes. Yeah. Um, I go for a long walk in the evening with my dog and that's when I listen to podcasts. And, nice. And awesome. uh, yeah, so I listen to a few of them. Yeah, they're good. Thank they're, you. They're, they're really good. Yeah, Thank very you. entertaining. Yeah, think, we just started yeah. a year ago. So we're, we're, we're plugging along and trying to bring more content and different for everything now. Content is king. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. So yeah. we'd like to bring you back in a couple months and see how everything is going when we start to see stuff opening up or whatever's going to go on. It'll look sure. that it does. And then if you make mm-hmm. it to Calgary, we definitely want to get you guys on the stage. Yeah. Yeah, that would, uh, yeah. Well, I'll uh, send Joe your contact information. Okay. So we can reach out to you. Um, awesome. You can go to his, you can go to his website. It's the Joe Curtis band. Okay. And, um, 
I think he has a Facebook page just for that as well. And, okay. and then there's music on there besides the, you know, the other information. And I, I'm sure if you just punch in to YouTube, there's a bunch of videos of the Joe okay. Curtis band okay. where yeah, you can we'll, see me playing. And We'll link them up. Yeah. And what do you want to yeah. say to all your fans? <laughs> I don't know if I have fans. I'm but sure I, I mean, drummers I have always fans. have fans. Women love drummers. Well, we have, <laughs> well, I know one for sure for 30 years. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to say to young musicians coming up before we leave? Stay true to what your convictions are for music. And don't let anyone waver you from that. And don't hope that it's going to happen. Just plan for it to happen and work that plan and it will happen. Awesome. 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 Great well, thanks for joining us, Robert. And I will send you everything when we send out the link and it'll be in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That awesome. sounds great. Yeah. Thanks for joining okay, guys. us. Yeah. Thanks Robert. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Izzy. Uh, I really appreciate it. Your current project is uh, Izzy's Caravan, yeah? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a a really exciting time because our new record just dropped a couple of days ago. Oh, nice. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. uh, Yeah, it took a while. Was that because of COVID or just uh, the project putting it together was was a, a journey in itself? Oh, yeah, it was a bit of a journey. And yeah, for sure, COVID did play its part as well. You know, it just seems to rear its ugly head everywhere these days. So, uh, but yeah, it's been a it's been a really fun journey in the sense uh, when we when we started this this new LP, uh, we figured you know it's going to take us a while. So so we decided was that we'll do this ten uh, month campaign where we'll release one single every month for 10 months and then release the whole thing collectively at the end. But yeah, we had some COVID uh, hangups, but it's all, you know, all in all, it went well. The LP is out. It's called Blow the Lid. We're really excited about it. Nice. When you, so yeah, uh, so far, so far, so good. When you do something like that once a month, like, you know, do you know at month 10, which one you're doing? Or is this like, okay, boys, we got to come up with something every month. You know, in all honesty, it's been such a, crazy productive couple of years when Izzy's Caravan sort of got its uh, second lease in life, so to speak. I mean, since 2019, I mean, I, I dropped my first EP in 2019, December 2019. Uh, okay. Yeah, then I dropped another one in March 2020. Then I dropped another one in June 2020. It's just been sort of like this deluge of content that's coming out so and and it was coming out so fast i was like oh i don't want to hold back on this you know i just i don't want to sit on this uh let's just keep releasing a whole bunch of these singles out and then at the end we just so uh so whatever the song would honestly get done we just like all right throw it out there you know and uh, let's see what happens uh yeah that's so, and uh and we were having a listen to you how do you describe it you're um you know southern blues Ish rock, what? Where, where, yeah, where do you put yourself? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think we're just a straight up blues rock band. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, I'm very traditionalist that way. That this is what you know I want this band to sound like because I'm really big into uh, guys like Johnny Winter and like early Aerosmith and nice. of course you know Zeppelin. 
Yeah, well, the, yeah. Gu- the guitar what is amazing on what I heard of the three songs or four songs I listened oh. to before this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were listening oh, to Lynn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, I hope you guys liked it. Uh, it's nice, yeah. Very raw, raw and abrasive and very sort of uh, old school. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. It's got a nice sound and, to it. Very nice sound to it. But it's, it, yeah, it's very bluesy. Cool. 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 Um, so tell us about like your involvement with uh, Michael Stouffer. Like he, uh, we've got a lot actually coming from him that you guys are all, he's given us people from all over the world, which is really cool. And you're one of his clients and like what, you know, he's helping you. What does he do for you for promotions? Oh, Michael's awesome. Uh, he's been, you know, no, I wouldn't be here honestly if it wasn't for him. And, um, way back, you know, it's sort of, uh, just sort of, you know, fitting him into, into my narrative, like the history of sort of this band goes back to like early two thousands. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Sim, who's, uh, the vocalist, him and myself, uh, we had actually started a project back in 2004, 2005 called the deep impact. We released a couple of CDs. It was around 2006, 2007, where I became really sort of, you know, disillusioned with the whole sort of music scene and and where rock and roll was going and stuff. And believe it or not, I actually quit the guitar. I actually quit music altogether. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was done. I was like, you know what? I won't do this. Uh, Let me ask quick how old you are. I'll be, I'm 40, 41. You're 41, okay. Yeah. Yep. Hey, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right in the cusp. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bored again, right? Well, who's it? John Lennon said life begins at 40. That's right. Uh, it's yeah. a roller coaster, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> what did you do when you Absolutely. Quit? I, I, oh, man, that was, uh, those were the dark years, I guess. Yeah. Where, you know, it's like, see, I, actually, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I always said there were, there were two sort of loves of my life, which were music and philosophy. You know, amusingly, one I felt back then rock and roll was pretty much done, and uh, philosophy really is. Uh, you know, because I studied philosophy, so my, my education was in philosophy. So, so I, you know, got my day jobs and you know, I lectured and uh, that's cool in colleges and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it's. <laughs> that sort of child within you doesn't get thrilled with, yeah. uh, with that sort of, you know, music feels like for you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was, I still remember where it was, uh, you know, just a couple of friends getting together and, uh, uh so this buddy of mine is like, why don't you just play, man? And I was like, dude, I haven't touched this thing in like years. Right. And, uh, and so I played it and it was like this, you know, it was literally like a second lead to life. Right then I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think I might need to get back into this. Man. Yeah. This is kind of fun. And so I, so I actually went through this whole uh, journey of relearning the guitar altogether. And, uh, but this time with like this sort of deep, profound appreciation for the blues and stuff, right? So nice. I really got into like, Lightning Hawkins and Muddy Waters and uh, John Lee Hooker, like the, the you know the, the old guys, right? Uh, and it was like this whole treasure trove of of music and this lifestyle and this history sort of opened up, and it, you know it's like 
seeing the world with new eyes, uh, you know. And I was like, all right, I'm, you know, now I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this for right. I'm going to do this for myself. So yeah, here I am. And I'm sorry. So coming back to your question, wow. I mean, I really dragged that one out. <laughs> oh, right. uh, yeah. I love uh, long so, sidebars. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I got back into guitar and stuff, so I started collecting them again. I was like, uh, and I'm really, I, I, I love uh, Fender tracks and delis and, uh, and so I wrote this track called Leo's Guitar. You know, just as like a, a tribute to Leo Fender, who you know has built this sort of cultural artifact, right? Deep rooted in blues and rock history. Oh yeah. And that one track led to an EP coming out and, uh, and you know, I sort of sent it to Michael and he just loved it. And he's like, all right, you know, let's do this, man. And so he's been like a driving force in, uh, in everything I've done so far. How many guitars do you own now? Yeah. Oh geez, man! It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, I'm, like a hoarding disorder at this point. You know, yeah. uh, they, you know, they just show up, and I, sometimes I kind of feel bad where you know they're like your kids, but you can't give all of them enough time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I so that. I, you know, I think I have about twenty-seven, twenty-eight lying in the studio right now. And wow. And I keep, uh, yeah, I keep telling myself, I'm like, you know, I got to get rid of a few, right? Uh, clear up some space. And, uh, and how many? Yeah, uh, so far that happened. How many would you tour with? Probably two or three. That's, yeah. You know. Where have you toured? Man, we, we're, we're a bad luck band right now. We're, you know, I sort of joke around that we're like a pandemic band. Because <laughs> uh, the second this all started is right around when it hit. Yeah. And yeah, because yeah, it was back in December 2019, right, where we dropped the first EP and stuff. And then what was it? A few months later, it was that was it, right? Yeah. We know that uh, we started this show in January of 2020, at the end of January. Oh, <laughs> oh close by. So so yeah, so we sort of had an initiation it. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's been tough. Uh, so we figured, I mean, you know, we sort of made all these plans for summer of 2020. That didn't work out. Uh, then we're like, all right, let's try something for, uh, you know, for over Christmas. Uh, that didn't work out. <laughs> 2021, that didn't work out. So, but, uh, but we are, yeah, but we're gearing up for a, for a 20 city uh, track next summer for sure. In fact, we're already trying to work out dates and stuff. Because we have so much music in the, in our catalog now, you know, and I'm, itching to get this uh, circus on the road, right? Yeah, uh, I bet. What do you want to say to young musicians? I'll have a really thick skin. It's a pretty, pretty opinionated world out there right now. Yeah. So, uh, and the one thing I'd definitely say is, you know, stop treating the guitar like it's a competitive sport. <laughs> or, uh, you know. I like yeah, that. It's, <laughs> Sometimes you go on YouTube and stuff, and wow, that's, that's a lot of vicious, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Just beat the crap you, out of it. <laughs> oh, dude, I mean, they don't spare anyone, man. I mean, I was, I was like listening to Clapton or, you know, I mean, anyone, they don't spare no one, dude. Uh, so, uh, so, so I'd say, you know, it's not a sport. It's, it's, uh, it's an art form. It's a, you know, to me, it's a mechanism for storytelling, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think I learned this. Really, I appreciated the storytelling aspect of it when I got into 
the original blues music and stuff. Because these guys weren't playing fast or, you know, oh, I want to sort of rip so many solos in the song, right? It was, it was that, that whole sort of narrative, that storytelling that these guys were doing. It's just, you know, it was, it was so phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what I'd say, yeah. And I'll, I'll ask Have you, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you cross over philosophy in your songwriting? Uh, yeah, I think it seeps its way, way in. Um, because uh, a lot of stuff that I end up do writing is either on one end of the spectrum, I'll sort of create these fictional characters and maybe, and sometimes I think that's just me vicariously living my life through these characters. Yeah. Where even on some of these, there was one EP that we did, there's a song called uh, Drowning Man Blues. And I don't mean to use this word loosely, but it's sort of like an existential look. It's uh, somebody who's going through a midlife crisis and just hates doing what he's doing. And uh, all he wants to do is go to Mississippi and travel the Delta and play the blues and stuff. And that was sort of, you know, that was a really cool song that I, that I did. And uh, and like I said, you know, I think it's me sort of vicariously living through these characters. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I end up writing about just real life stuff, uh, real life stories. So yeah, we were a lot of times, you know, yeah, storytelling. You know, uh, honestly, and some of it just you know, I'm watching news or reading newspaper, and sort of mentally torturing myself at that point. And I'm like, oh, jeez, uh, what's happening in this you know this planet, right? Yeah, and that just sort of seeps its way into uh, into my lyrics and stuff. Uh, so well, it's, it's grounded in some sense of realism. Yeah. But that brings up the, uh, the sort of obvious problem too, is that, you know, if you're, if you're writing for catharsis, you know, do you want to keep playing that song over and over again and bringing yourself to that point or, or not? How do you put it in there and stay disconnected from it? And then it kick it out. If it, <laughs> if it becomes a hit, you got to play yeah, it all the time. Yeah. Well, that's why I throw in so many guitar parts that I then yeah. don't have to focus on. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's uh, you know, it's honestly to me, it's it's better than having a Twitter account. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. um, you know, I can I can spout out my opinions on Twitter, and inevitably end up apologizing for them to someone. Yeah. Or I can just have fun with it and uh, and put it in the song and like uh, you know, I figured that you know. This would be my mechanism for release. Yeah. Uh, has, can- has cancel culture yeah. canceled any musicians for the songs they've written? Like Weird Al's still going. And Well, you're not allowed baby cold. It's cold outside, uh, right? Oh, yeah. All right. They did. Yeah. Baby, they did. it's cold outside, but you can do some wet whatever. I can't remember that song that came out, that wet something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. It's a lot of young stuff. Okay. I don't know. That was our sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, 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 that's a good question there because even I shy up like, hmm, so, uh, you know, who's next, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah, no, I, yeah, no. So, do you think that we could bring you back on in the next couple of months and see where you're at? Absolutely, man. I'd love to be back on anytime. Yeah. Awesome, great meeting you and uh, and yeah, getting yeah. to know you. So, what links would you like yeah, to give sure. everybody a shout out for? Go check us out on our website. I-Z-I-E-S Caravan, that's Izzy'sCaravan.com. We're on Facebook, the usual, I guess if you just go on Izzy's Caravan. And yeah, the new record is, all our music is on all the, the, the streaming platforms, new ones on Spotify. 
you know, so we'll throw all out. those links up on our page. And we thank you so much for giving us your time at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs>